Hello, welcome back to We Are Elite podcast with me, Daz. And me, Marcel, hello. We're back. We had we had another break because uh, real life happens. Work sucks. Work sucks. Um, holidays suck. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for asking me. How are you? I'm okay. I'm, I, I, I would say I'm tired, but you stayed up to watch live the pit all out, so you're probably <laughs> less sleep than I had. <sighs> Five hours and uh, twenty six minutes. That's my uh, app. Oh, why? That, that 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 that's when you know you're a committed fan. If you want to stay up and watch it live, that's true. Especially in Europe. Twenty one euro. <laughs> Are you pet? Oh wow. Oh, because nowhere in Germany shows it on TV, does it? Yeah, that's true. So uh, you you got the pay per view. Uh, for free or no uh, my friend well so someone I knew paid for it and they, uh, they let me watch yeah. it on there but sure. we get we get Dynamite and Rampage but you don't get any of that either do you uh, uh, a couple of days later later what channel is that on in Germany TNT and you must uh, have a Sky account to watch it Ah, uh, so it's like on pay TV. Yeah, and uh, Warner Bros. has now their own wrestling YouTube channel for people who don't have a Sky account. And uh, yeah, one week later, we can uh, watch it with German uh, commentary for free on the YouTube channel. It's better than, better than not having it at all, I guess. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So uh, we, we've already said it, but uh, yeah, we, we we had quite a big... A big weekend in Chicago this weekend. That's true, yeah. Which started with, I believe, was Rampage was the first night in Chicago. Uh, did you watch Rampage this week? Uh, no. You've not? not yet. Uh, no. <laughs> the, it, 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 it was a good episode. Like I, I enjoyed Rampage a lot because it's only a one-hour show. Same, same, same. I think it's a it's a cool alternative for the rest of the wrestling scene with, with all the two or three hour shows, and uh, it's cool that such a big company like AEW is right now uh, doing a, a a mainstream show that goes only one hour. And the good thing is they're not. It's not like a just like job. It's not like lower card. It's actually. No storyline matches, which is good. Remember, two weeks ago they uh, have doing the CM Punk thing on uh, on Rampage and yep. not on Dynamite or at a pay per view. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, we had, and then I think I believe there was a baseball game with AEW stars against Pro Wrestling T's staff. I think. Uh, then there was Fan Fest, and then we had. The big main event last night, which was all out, and were you all in for all out? I would never say this. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> if only everybody could see our WhatsApp message. I asked you, what did I ask you this evening? Uh, did you watch the buy-in? And then I said, no, me neither. And then you also, oh, we were all out for the buy-in. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lady, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> I like this metaphors, and yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, the, the buy-in, neither of us watched, but I did see the result. The result was uh, that the best friends and Jurassic Express beat the Hardy family office. Well, you say it right. You know why I say it right? Because I've got it wrote down. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd best write this down because every week I get this wrong. I thought I, I shouldn't have told you. I should have thought make you proud of you would have been proud of me for getting it right, but Wow, no, not so not, not on this things. Come on. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> My 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 only thing with the buy with that being on the buy-in is it was a little bit that not having Orange Cassidy, Jungle Boy, or Luchasaurus on the main show. I think they deserve to be on the main card. Yeah, it's true, but uh, I think it's right that they bring them in the buy-in to uh, build uh, uh, to to get people who watch the buy-in and uh, maybe buy the pay-per-view. Five minutes later. That's a, I, I don't think there is a better reason than what you've just said. I changed my mind. You you, you, you uh, convinced me that that is a good idea. Yeah, because uh, I think Orange Cassidy and um, Jungle Boy are a great uh, faces for AEW. Not face in the face or heel things. Or, uh, uh, they are AEW dudes. Yeah, like a good ad- advertisement. For yeah, AEW. that's the word what I that that's the word what I searched. Yes, and what uh, I think that what what were we saying before uh, that how what before the pay per view like you said uh, before we started recording that at around six seven p.m. How were you feeling about the pay per view? I thought um, on a normal way a pay per view is a show where storylines ending. After a long uh, feud, yeah, and I thought um, my my feelings was on all out. Um, this is gonna be a pay per view where many things started. Yeah, it, yeah, and it, yeah. I think there was definitely one. Um, there was definitely one storyline that ended, but a hundred percent with you that I had the same feelings that I think this is gonna be not going to be right everything is over now it's like okay we're now interested in what's going to happen in the future it's like uh they craved a, a big hole and now they uh filling it with concrete to build a cool fun, uh, fundament yeah definitely to build the future of uh, aew and, and as we will discuss as this goes on uh what a future it might it is going to be a very different future <laughs> very different future than what we thought maybe on wednesday to what what <laughs> what it's like this morning <laughs> so yeah uh, we'll just get right into it where obviously we started with in my opinion an amazing opening match for the TNT title that's true but i want to say one critic point go and it's not uh, about uh, the match. It's about the build-up, about the stage. How is it possible to have uh, this big company and a dark, dark elevation dynamite and rampage has the same stage? 
uh, had, and also a pay-per-view has the same stage. I, I think as a pay-per-view, you should bring some special on it. I'm not going to lie. I observed the exact same thing. I thought that when when the when the when the opening show started, I was like, "Oh, it just looks the exact same as Dynamite." I think you know that's the little bit the cream of the crop because it 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 makes the 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 whole show to, uh, to a special place. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that it all out is the biggest show of the year. One of the biggest shows, yes, all in also. Yeah, where you're kind of like, yeah, I I understand it. It should be, it should I was expecting like big stage, because uh, you know a pay per view must be a special attraction in my eyes, and and that's part of the special attraction, isn't it? The visual. Yes, sure, sure. I'm with you. There, there's there's another thing that I I'm going to mention just because it 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 didn't happen at the beginning of the show, but. Uh, I don't know if you saw the segment with Andrade where he was saying about cancelling the flight. Yeah. They said that you cancelled the flight so the match will be on Rampage. But they advertised on Rampage on Friday that next week's main event will be Andrade versus Pac. So it, it was pre-announced. It was already they announced. They spoiled but... themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a bit... Oh, uh, this was a little bit confusing, but they were, that was the only two things that yeah, 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 yeah. stuck out. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston for the TNT title. Yeah. Yes, and it's, uh, I said it the last uh, uh, after the last um, pay per view. It's a cool thing that uh, Eddie Kingston has this uh, become this pop from a big audience. And that he's so over. I think when me and you saw him at uh, 16 Carat. Yeah, in Oberhausen. Yeah, it, it, he was so over when he first came out as a face and then he turned to a heel through the show. And the reactions he get, he, deserve, he deserves all this, this popularity now, I think. I believe everyone asks him, uh, ask, uh, ask yourself why... He isn't in a big company and has this breakthrough. And why he isn't this uh, major star? And now he's showing us exactly why. Yeah, at at Karat, uh, I believe one and a half year ago, for well, a long time, wow. <laughs> he was a major star. But uh, the major companies doesn't know it. It doesn't no. see it. And and the perfect. So, now to watch it's like uh, that that yourself standing in the ring you know he's one of us because he got, he got he had this long way to become the star yeah he's a working class guy yeah and I think he is one of he's shown he is one of the best like on promo guys at the moment yes yeah, sure sure like, and I like his style and yeah the way like he talked like he dressed himself up um, yeah he's 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 so authentic and I thought this match right, was perfect for me. I was, they were just hard. They were they were beating the the crap out of each other. Basically, they were just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, but it shows me all, uh, also that Nero uh, is a different guy in AEW than in WWE. When he was in WWE, I doesn't understand why he is so successful. But now, because he was so boring, he was only tall. He came from Bulgaria, and that's it. Yep. Now he's uh he. he now he now he's a gimmick. 
this psychotic, manipulative guy, uh, what is so deep and so dark. And he, and he really, you can tell he really loves the gimmick he's doing. So it makes it more enjoyable for us. Exactly. He's 100% in this gimmick. And he, and, and uh, I have the feeling that he enjoyed it. And uh, he is an outstanding athlete for his, uh, for his, uh, for his shape. You know, he's so yeah. big, so, so tall, but uh, he can move like, like someone who's only 70 kilograms. And, and I also like when the gimmick where in the middle of the match, he still looks up to the sky and points to his God, you know, as he's, yeah. it's not everybody's God, it's his no. God. No, and he's God. the chosen one. And I like this. I like this psychotic thing. And what did Eddie King say? Redeem these nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or oh, when he beat the, beat his tag team partner weeks ago uh, in this Uh, in this back, backstage segment, it's so perfect in my eyes. But the good thing was to to stay in the gimmick. Uh, Miro put on Twitter, uh, "I I redeemed those nuts." <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah. But I didn't know if you had if you saw during the match, people had uh, um, cards saying "We want Lana." I, that was a little bit to me like, no, come on, this match is more is about these two guys. We we don't need Lana. We need this. Maybe a solidarity thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I thought I thought also in this match, not just the two re guys wrestling, but also the referee. He was so good. The way his mannerisms and spot with the with the turnbuckle pad and yeah yeah i like this part i like this this part um, uh, so the story gotta be uh they gotta tell the, the the story further yeah definitely yeah, I, and then when he in the corner with the low blow and you're like perfect yeah and and then and the fact that Eddie Kingston did everything he said that was like his kryptonite was the DDT and the suplexes. Yeah, and, and work against his neck, yeah. Yeah, he did everything. But then it was, obviously, Miro didn't even need to do his submission. It was the two kicks to the head that sure. got him the win. And I, I, think, I, I think this isn't the end between these two. I think we'll see these two maybe no. again. No, and Eddie Kingston sells this kicks. Uh, wow! Yeah, it looked genuinely like he was he was um, he was uh, concussion or something. Yeah, and I really liked the athletic from Miro and his kicks. It's wow! Uh, Did you see Miro's uh, the the handprint on his chest after? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ow! That reminded me of of uh, just I just see whenever I see that I just think back to Walter. Versus Walter. Yeah, I, I thought this this the same when I uh, watched it last last night live. Wow. So you know that that to me, I I my comment it was uh, for me personally as my style that I like the perfect opening match and some um, and, and the and like you said, it told the, a story throughout the whole the whole match. It kept with the promo everything they talked about in promos happened. In the ring, yeah. Good start. And then we had a, another hard-hitting battle where we had John Moxley 
against uh, Kojima Satoshi from New Japan. Kojima, yeah. And uh, it proved me one thing, that um, the people chanting Kojima uh, proved me that the audience uh, is really into pro wrestling and not only uh, uh, into AEW. They watch, they watch multiple promotions. Yeah, and they know, and they knew Kojima. Yeah, he. I I am only used to seeing Kojima in uh, recently, like New Japan, where he wrestles against young boys. So seeing him against Moxley, he's still really good. He's in the great shape. Yeah, like yeah. wow. He was also uh, in the nineties uh, uh, in Germany and Austria a CWA wrestler. Oh yeah, because he wrestled all over the world, didn't he? He was like in yeah, the NWA yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. That's true. Yeah, so he's a. He's a legend. And, and I think some people maybe may, were a little bit disappointed when he was the New Japan pick. But I know I personally was like, this is going to be perfect match for John Moxley. And it was. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was a classical pro wrestling match. Definitely, definitely. And I think and that, that... it shows me that uh, John Moxley is one of the best uh, uh, multiplayer uh, talented wrestlers uh, right now on this planet. He can doing this classical wrestling, but also this hardcore stuff. Yeah, uh, he's good at adapting to different style, isn't he? Yeah, and what I really liked on the audience on this uh, match was also that uh, they chanting GCW. Oh yeah, because uh, spoilers, <laughs> he won the. Uh... GCW title of Matt Cardona, didn't he? Yeah, and wearing the GCW hoodie, or yeah, a I, I believe, yeah. I was really annoyed because I was didn't want spoilers for the GCW show, so I could watch it later. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of gave it away. I was like, oh, so Moxley is the champion. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think the crowd are very. It like you said, it's a crowd that respects pro wrestling. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's people uh, where I want hanging hanging out uh, evening. Yeah, definitely. They, I don't think you would go and have your evening ruined by like assholes or uh, just fans that are bored. I yeah, wannabe fans, and yeah, it definitely felt that way. But uh, also, I think the fact that he had to do two paradigm shifts to get the win, and the second paradigm shift was it looked more like a brain buster. Yeah, but it shows that he can hit different variations of one move. That's true. That's true. And then, but did what happened after the bell? Did you ever think this was going to happen? No. After the belt, um, Minoru Suzuki <laughs> debuted. Debuted uh, in AEW, and um, I thought this. Uh, Big pop that he that that he uh, become was uh, that the audience maybe doing uh, okay let us pop to create a, a great moment but now they really knew who is Minoru Suzuki and you saw it uh, and you can hear it uh, when the refrain of his uh, title entrance uh, comes because the audience singing this part uh, this part with. I, I, you know, when, when the music started, I was like, I recognize this music, but it maybe took me a couple of seconds to go, holy shit, that's 
Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, but uh, on the refrain, uh, many people are singing the refrain. Yeah, yeah. And like you said... The I, chorus, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure if, if if they would, but then like you said, the whole audience all knew what to sing. Yeah, and that was the last proof. Okay, here are really pro wrestling fans. Definitely. And, Who are and, into it. And I thought, when I saw I was like, I don't know how this what they're going to do but then they just came and were like hitting each other laughing and then he hits the gotch pile driver and you're like this is not you don't need to do like a promo you can do a promo without talking exactly yeah they let the wrestling talk rather than having to have a microphone which why and then we find out that the match isn't even going to be on pay-per-view. It's on Dynamite. <laughs> on Wednesday night, we'll have Suzuki versus John Moxley. Wow. That's, that, wow. I thought that maybe we would have to wait until full gear, maybe. But no, we get it on no, Dynamite. No, no, they promote now uh, the Dynamite and Rampage things to uh, beat in one week. In this year, maybe uh, one episode of SmackDown, maybe one episode of Raw. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, in this year they're gonna beat it maybe for one time. I think. I think so. And I think. I think what I, I was thinking was, if they beat them one time, will they then continue to just control? Will we will that... see uh, how how WWE reacted. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll save my thoughts until the end after we've talked about the rest of the show because there's, there's still a lot to unpack. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But then, as we said, the big pop for Minoru Suzuki, we then got another big pop for who we've said is probably one of the most over, not just female wrestlers, but wrestlers in the world, Britt Baker. Yeah, hey. it's not me or checks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not even not even in her hometown anymore of Pittsburgh. This is a, a different city, and the crowd are still as over as if you thought you were in Pittsburgh again. Yeah, but uh, also Chris Statlander was uh, over in, uh, in the audience. Yeah, she she to me is one of. The most underrated, I think. Like she, it, she is like her her leg muscles and like her athleticism. Yeah. But I think uh, this was a breakthrough um, performance. Definitely, I think she definitely was in the right match because I think if she was left and put in the casino battle royale, I don't think it would have given her that moment, the breakout no. moment. No, no, no. But the hit, when she hit the four. The area four fifty one. Oh, and was awesome. Like even though she didn't hit the move, it was still like to see because she's quite she's quite big, she's quite muscular. Yeah. So to see her do that flip was like, okay, she's the real deal. She's she's not from this planet. She definitely is not. Where do they say she's from? The seventh Andronima? Yeah, Andromeda. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. But I thought, yeah, this, 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 I, my comment on this was this is what women's wrestling is all about, but not just women's wrestling. This is wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
does mine. But I, and they, they they did something in this match which was like a bit of a uh, a nod to Britt Baker's partner where she hit the pit the Pittsburgh Sunrise rather than the Panama Sunrise. Which made me think, oh, uh, someone else does that move. Who uh, he might call her baby at home. Oh yeah, yeah. And then she hit the curb stomp, and then the lockjaw. Which I thought the reversals out of the lockjaw earlier in the match from Chris Statlander were really good. That's true. That's true. And this uh, is... I... yes, now you, you. No, 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 you. Uh, and I think the, the submission, was it the, the spider crab, did they call it? What yeah, I don't know what the, how they call it, but um, the audience was really into it. Yeah, yeah. When I was, wow, that was a new one. It just shows that wrestling is changing all the time, even after all these years. New moves. Wow. But yeah, then uh, Britt retained, which even though Statlander lost, I don't think it really, it, it was still a win because it was, like you said, her breakout, her moment. She's not buried. No. 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 And I like this last move from uh, Britt. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the fact, and, and the fact that it wasn't like she hit one, then it was kick out. She went, Sunrise. Curb stomp, lock jaw, and you're like, good. You don't need to make pro wrestling difficult. Yeah, and then there's a big pop at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, as if like, it felt feels like to me that we're back watching Stone Cold Steve Austin. The pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me sometimes of the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, yeah. The reaction that she gets from the crowd. Not only uh, Britt Baker, the whole uh, company mm-hmm. from the reaction from from the uh, audience reaction. The audience seemed to be very like respectful, which is good. Yeah, they are part of the show, and I like it. Yep. Then we went on to the steel cage match, which I just wrote. My first thing was there was a gap between the ropes and the cage. My first thought was uh, the cage is really high. <laughs> It really was, especially when Ray Phoenix climbed for his entrance when he was on top. Yeah. You're like, whoa. <laughs> this, this is maybe a lot higher than a normal case. But That's what, true, yeah. What did you think of the Lucha Brothers' uh, entrance the, with the, cut, with the uh, Mexican headdress and stuff? I think they deserve this moment. Definitely. And I, you know what I liked was that the Young Bucks did not come out and have a big entrance. They just had the regular. Yeah, after the last pay-per-view, um, I was so, oh, come on, I don't need the Young Bucks anymore. Yeah. And they did the right thing coming out, just walked through the ring, no big entrance, no no big fanfare, just... Just the Young Bucks, because yeah. this big moment... Uh, was the Lucha Brothers moment, and I and I I think in my opinion one of one of the best cage matches I've I've seen in a very long time. In my eyes, it's a candidate for the match of the year. Oh yeah, they they just I think the the two teams they just worked as if they worked together every day of the year. 
Yeah, and it was the it, it was great for the pay per view because uh, we are now left uh, one hour on a card. Yep. And uh, I was really into it. I never watched on my smartphone to go on Twitter or Facebook or something else or Google anything. I was till this moment uh, 100% in this bubble. And and that and that is very that that's what as wrestling fans for mainstream wrestling we've wanted for a long time yeah exactly and and i i think the story in the cage match where they had when they were ripping the mask of the lucha brothers to try and disrespect the super kick parties oh yes they they were all in the circle and bang yeah and you know, I don't like the super kicks anymore, but on this moment, um, it was perfect. I think, I think, I think it, the right teams do it. It, it. it was, it was a perfect moment. Yeah. And when they, when Brandon Cutler throws the bag in the ring, I, I thought he was going to miss and it was going to hit the cage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, he's not making this. <laughs> It did, and it was a throwback to when the young bucks used the pins on the on the shoe again. Yeah, but how much blood did come out of Penta? He was. Fucking... Yeah, I thought okay, uh, he's maybe serious hurt. Yeah, like the, I yeah for what for the the rest the other four in the match three in the match you were like okay they have a small amount of blood but he was. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't like the camera thing for with Brandon Cutler because it takes me sometimes out of the match. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, he was a bit. Off. A big respect to the uh, AEW camera team or producer team because uh, at some point, uh, I believe Ray Phoenix or Penta's uh, mask were so destroyed that you could see his real face. They never uh, allowed it that uh, we could see it, you know? No, yeah, I thought that because they. This I saw that, and then they moved the camera so you couldn't see. Yeah. It. But then it was ruined because uh, Leanne has seen Pentagon and Phoenix real face in a elevator. Wow. <laughs> she said to me, "Why they just show their face?" I was like, "Why?" She said, "I saw them in the elevator." I was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> but I, I think like. To me, the uh, the tag team like the double the double team moves that we saw oh, in that this match. Is awesome. Like, there's not an, like some double moves in tag team match. They are not the best, but these. Yeah. <sighs> and I'm not a spot monkey, but uh, I really like everything on this match. Yep, definitely the, the way the chemistry from the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. And when they. I think it was Matt Jackson and Pentagon had Phoenix and Nick Jackson in the package pile drivers, and they both looked at each other and just. Went, oh, okay. this was a great moment! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like because I was like, oh, one of them is going to stop, but then they both just went, no, no, bang! Like wow, and and uh, I thought that my other words on this was I just wrote in capital letters, fuck. What a match! <laughs> yeah, like like you said, candidate for match of the year. I definitely sure. agree. Uh, but we got the I thought how they how the Lucha Brothers won with the the pile driver, like how Phoenix held 
the legs and dropped him. That was like a really unique way. Yeah. Because I've never seen a, a, the package Pardo done that way, but it looks so cool and different. Yeah, it's so painful. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of the Lucha Brothers, the Alex guy who? Pahantas. Yeah. What do you think? What, what do you think of him? <laughs> he worked. Uh, uh, he worked on a t- on a, a tele shopping channel. <laughs> and now he's the Lucha Brothers manager. Yeah, <laughs> but I guess it works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I don't know how it works. You know, when they're with Pac and he's in the background, I'm like, it doesn't really work when Pac's there because Pac doesn't look the kind of guy who needs him as a matcher. No, <laughs> Pac looks like someone uh, who got to fuck you up. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so yeah, Lucha, like like you said tonight, I think was. Lucha Brothers moment. It was their special night, and the Young Bucks let them have that. There was no bullshit after the match. Like no, the no. elite didn't come down, which, which which could have happened on if it happened on Dynamite. You might have seen, but they, because they knew it's pay per view, and then Pentagon's daughters came, and I believe um, if the Young Bucks has won this match. Um... It would be uh, destroyed this whole. Uh, uh, no, not destroyed, but it it would take the tag team titles a lot of momentum. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I I think it was the right time for new champions. Yeah, and the right team as well. That's true. After um, a great uh, match and a great end of the match, when he jumps out of the uh, from the cage. Yes, superb. And, and and my thought was when he was hugging his daughters, I was like, "Oh no, he's he's covering his children in blood." It's like, what the fuck. <laughs> but they're his kids, yeah. Uh, then we had the casino battle royale, which I still like the concept of the cards, where you have I like the hearts. Like I don't like it. Oh no, I don't like it. How come? I like this uh, because uh, every time when a uh, wrestler comes in, in the in the ring, the music uh, still plays and uh, another one comes, and uh, I think it's annoying. I don't like it. And that's why pro wrestling is good because everyone has different opinions. That's true. That makes it perfect. Uh, I thought. That's true. See with the battle royal, I thought a lot of the. Big names, they got eliminated very early, like Hikaru Shida. She was eliminated very, very fast. Oh, yeah. And then this blue sky blue. Yeah. uh, Was she wearing this uh, Freddie Mercury queen? Oh, Emma. Yeah, she she as well. She got eliminated very early. I thought, yeah, it was, it, it, it seemed that. They didn't want the ring to be too full, so it was eliminate people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and and Leanne came in and watched this. She walked in and saw. She was like, "Why is five at a time? Five ladies at a time coming out? This is confusing." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that. That's the reason why I don't like this concept." Yeah, she said. Yeah, uh, I thought the it showed as also one good thing is it showed how good and deep the women's roster is. That they, that they can yeah, have, exactly. They can, I believe, uh, yeah. yeah. 
like sometimes you know when WWE have the Women's Royal Rumble, it seems like oh wow they they have some absolute shit. Mothers who trying now pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, where you watch this and everyone was a legit wrestler, like Adam, Hirsch, Jay Cargill, uh, like. Yeah, Layla Hirsch and uh, Jay Cargill, in my eyes, uh, she has to look to become a huge star. Did, what did you think when Layla Hirsch uh, suplexed uh, Nyla Rose? I like it. Wow. But I like also uh, when um, Tyler Rose are doing uh, Huran Karana against Nyla Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I thought some of these ladies, I was like, okay, they have shown how good this roster is. Yeah. I thought so. And and uh, the the Joker was... Did we, were you surprised who the Joker of the match was? Not after you follow this person on social media. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, yeah, and uh, many people had uh, chanting Ruby Soho. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that, and I, I was like saying to Leanne, I was like, "Yeah, this this is ruining the, the surprise." But it, it it's a different age, and like the internet has caused this. Yeah, I was really ha- happy that I that I uh, that I closed Twitter um on the pay per view. So you could just and enjoy. I was so yeah, and I was so into the show, and I don't want to miss one minute. What did you think of Ruby Soho's uh, music? Oh, it's great. Yeah. I, I like it. her style and, uh, yeah, his battle jackets. Yeah, I liked it when she turns around and it says Destination AEW. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. And I, I was very surprised that she won. I thought, because usually the Jokers never win. Yeah. It was like Brian Cage in the Double or Nothing Ladder match, he didn't win. Then we had uh, Christian Cage, he didn't win. Mm-hmm. And but then she comes and her and Funda Rosa. I was like, okay, Funda Rosa, she's she's gonna win. And then no. Yeah, but it's but it's good for this time, you know, uh, to start something something new. Yep, yeah, and I and I and I think it shows uh, that AEW think bringing in Ruby Soho is a big deal. That they've said, right, okay, you win a title shot on your first show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then after that one, we went on to the, the, as I said, there was one match that I thought where the, this is, this is going to be the end of the story. And that was Jericho versus MJF. Yeah. I thought the stip adding the, if Chris Jericho loses, he has to leave or finish wrestling made this match even more special. Exactly, and uh, but also that he uh, built up a new character the last months. Yeah, and to make uh, of him one of the best heels right now in this business, or one of the best gimmicks in this business, and he did it with the even with uh, his entrance with MJF's entrance, the video. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was and I think the whole crowd also thought this was Jericho. I I thought uh when after this counter it was oh that that's great. That's uh, like like he started uh, in WWE and now uh, they're singing um 
Judas when it's uh, on zero, but now MJF came out with a great outfit. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like, the, uh, the robes. <laughs> oh, he, but he... it shows me how, why, why I love him, because he he's 100% in this uh, gimmick and uh, he don't take himself so serious. No, but even though he doesn't take himself serious, it, he's not a comedy. You know what I mean? It it it, no. it still keeps that heel and being a, being an absolute asshole. That makes him so special. Yeah. Uh, in the entrance when in the countdown and then oh it's MJS music. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then you you you're watching his outfit, you're rolling with your with your eyes and you think, Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he just needed and how he looked and, and, and how and his view his yeah. eyes yeah face it was he was it, it was great I just the only thing missing was a was a crown and it yeah <laughs> this huge Freddie Mercury crown you know <laughs> imagine he 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 would crown himself a moustache uh, for last night it would be so perfect come on he could have just taken the bits that uh, Nick Jackson shaved and stuck that on him, and he would have had the moustache. But then we, had, <laughs> then we had Jericho's live performance from the uh, guitarist of Fozzy. Yeah, and um, I watched it live, and they had real problems with the sound. I watched it on uh, repeat, and they also had problems with the sound too. Yeah, I, I'm glad was, you said. Yeah, it was wow. And, and the crowd was singing, but rather than him change how he was playing to so the crowd sing at the same time, he... Yeah, played. exactly, exactly. It, it, it was a cool idea, but um, yeah, life think, is life. It yeah. was life. And, and I was saying to Leanna, I said, maybe it would have worked better if they had the drum, the, the whole band, because the drummer would have been able to keep the rhythm going and they would all he maybe could have slowed it down but it was still good it's still quite cool to say that your band member played you to the ring sure and uh many many progressors can say it because they don't play in bands so exactly exactly (laughs) apart from hulk hogan who could have been in metallica i want to say this right now fuck you (laughs) (laughs) off topic but do you think that Hulk Hogan really could that, have ever been in the title, or is that bullshit? Uh, he's a really talented bass player, bass guitar player. But you know, Hulk Hogan is all the time a little bit too much, and I don't know if he uh, saying these things only to uh, that the newspapers write about it. You know. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> I, uh, I believe he, he he spread some rumors that Lars Ulrich uh, uh, said, "Okay, uh, we 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 listen to your demo tape. Uh, I want that that you play a re- rehearsal show with us." But uh, no, I can't believe it. No, it was maybe maybe he was backstage at a show and he, they said, "Oh, come jam with us." But I don't think it ever really would be. Yeah, we want Hulk Hogan in the Maybe they uh, maybe this big. Tall person came to to them, and uh, James Hetfield said to him, uh, "Excuse me, who are you?" <laughs> Cause 
Oh, I look. Uh, oh, I have a, a, a vision in my mind now of watching Metallica today and Hulk Hogan stand. <laughs> no, no. Uh, he also said um, that uh, the only reason why uh, George Foreman has this own barbecue grill was that he uh, missed this uh, telephone call from this from this company. <laughs> you imagine? Oh, do you, do you want... said that, that that he missed a phone call to become the Terminator uh, uh, actor. He maybe Hulk Hogan needs to get a new telephone. <laughs> 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 maybe this is the issue. Ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, back to the match we had. Uh, I think this was again as for the yeah, what AW good at storytelling, and these two are the best in AW at storytelling in the ring. I think right now, and it shows us uh, how important it is that people who don't be in a part of a WWE have a mentor. Yeah, and, who bring and, them over, and I think Jericho has built uh, MJF the last month so up, and um, yeah, he's now uh, maybe in one year MJF is the biggest heel in this in this business. Yeah, and and I I, I think this will now lead MJF if we get a face champion that MJF can easily push out. Imagine MJF become champion and his first promo. Oh, wow. Wow, I would... Yeah, I that that sounds like the perfect dynamite after he wins it at pay-per-view. Yeah. And him on, uh, him on social media as well would be good. <laughs> he would definitely uh, let all WWE wrestlers know that he's the real champion. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think the story, the way that uh, MGF during the match, he kept going to the arm of Jericho, not forgetting the injury. Yeah, that's good. It was really good, and I thought, and I, and I think that again, how we, how I said that in the uh, opening match, that the referee played a big part. Again, in this one, Aubrey Edwards played a massive part, and Paul Turner in the in this match. Oh, you mean at the end of the match? Yeah, both of them. Yeah, I really enjoyed this end. Like, I... Because... I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I did not, genuinely did not see this kind of... This was how that match would end. No, I thought uh, after um, uh, Jericho got pinned from MJF and uh, Britt... Uh, no, what, what's the name of her? Sorry. Um, Aubrey. Yeah, and Aubrey counted to, to three. Uh, she doesn't see that uh, Jericho laying his leg on the on the under rope on the first rope. And the Excalibur did really, really well on commentary by saying, "No, not like this. Not like this. This cannot I happen." Want to, uh, I I don't know if I said it uh, one time at one episode, but I want to say what an awesome commentator commentator is Excalibur. Yep. And not only from his knowledge of like the moves, but also the way he, the way he entertained us. Uh, it's like uh, he he take uh, he take our hand and uh, and he lead us through the show. Yes, that's perfect. Perfect way to say how his commentary works. And I never thought that uh, he could do this. 
and it's all from a man who we do not know what he looks like under his mask. Yeah. Who could say we'd have a masked commentator in mainstream wrestling? Yeah, but um, he's awesome. He's awesome. So it was. It was. It. I think that hit the way. That's when the referee came out. I thought that Aubrey would be like, "No, no, it was three. Yeah, it's not the same. And yeah, because it took. He didn't go to the timekeeper. It was. She didn't even. It was. It was Paul Turner went, which I thought she was going to go. No, no, I saw three. Yeah, and, uh, the match is restarted. And Jericho almost got the pin from it with the classic that Aubrey pushed MJF. And yeah. And he rolled up and I was like, no, this is not going to be that. No, no. They fight a little bit. And then Jericho reverses. The best way I've seen to reverse out of that soul for the earth. In yeah. The walls. And, That's and- true. And 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 he did the old style walls where he put for 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 only for a little while where he put his knee yeah, in the back his knee in the back yeah and I was like yes this is the walls that I remember from WCW and WWF that's true yeah when he uh, doing it against Alex Wright or Dean Malenko Eddie Guerrero yeah yeah and he then I thought oh no this still in my head I I had. Even though they restart the match, I still thought that MGF would win. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I also thought it because uh, it wouldn't be surprised me if Jericho uh, would be part of WWE Ooh. at any time. Ooh. Not yet, but uh, maybe in, in a couple of years. Just one more WrestleMania run or something. I don't know. Or as a commentator or uh, all this stuff. But we were both wrong because MJF tapped. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm looking forward for this promos who happened after this because uh, MJF, on this scenario, it's... He's definitely going to call out the referees, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) He's definitely going to say the referees screwed him. Oh, yeah. I did. Wow. I thought this match to me, as we said earlier, the storytelling. It was just it. It, it made you realize, okay, this, these two story of end, but you know that MJF, his next promo is going to be the beginning of his next story. Yeah, exactly, and he's not buried. No, 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 definitely and not. And Jericho can lay 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 himself back and commentate uh, the rampage episode, what he does on a on a very interesting way. Yep. And yeah, so uh, the future is coming. Definitely is, and the future, and the future. We saw in the next match another of the future versus the past, where we got CM Punk finally in the ring against Darby Allen. What did you think of this match? Um. Because you, must... you, you've admitted that you weren't a big CM Punk fan, were you? In no, because I, uh, yeah, because uh, I said it uh, three or four weeks ago that uh, the way he quite his WWE thing wasn't cool. Yeah. And then I, uh, before he started on Rampage, I read a lot about uh, about uh, the way he, he quite his uh, 
his WWE run and I, I read a lot of his interviews and how he looked all this these things now I believe 10 years later is 10 years right yeah uh, uh, seven yeah seven seven years later and yeah uh, if he wouldn't start at rampage two weeks ago or th yeah two two weeks ago I had a new uh, meaning about him, and I, I I would understand him. Yeah, and his promo on that rampage was amazing. And it was this what um, I believe pro wrestling needs right now at this moment. Definitely, definitely, because when we were watching, Leanne said to me, uh, "Oh, I can't believe he didn't go back to WWE." But I said, "I now understand why he didn't go back to WWE." Yeah, I like this part when he said uh, that he left professional wrestling 2004 or five. Yep. And then now he's come back. That says everything. And I think in this one part of his promo, it means so so lot, so many things. Especially to, as we've said, uh, wrestle, uh, me and you, how we are as wrestling fans. That is, it describes how we feel about current WWE for for that time period even. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a WWE hater or something else, but um, I, I think uh, it doesn't give me anything. Nope. No, not uh, at all. And it's not disrespectful for me or, or all this stuff, but uh, in my eyes WWE is the alternative product to professional wrestling right now. Yep, definitely. Because they don't want to uh, to, to to be part of the wrestling scene. They want uh, doing their WWE thing. Yep, and which, it's okay. It's just not pro wrestling. Yeah, it's not just not sure. that what I that that interests me. No. 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 So what did you think? For the time he was away from the ring, what did you think of his comeback match? What did you think of the match with Derby? Um, when I saw it, um, first of all, I like this uh, video pack from Darby. Oh, with the helicopter. Yeah, I like this way uh, Sting acting uh, right now on this. Uh, he's so quiet. I like this. And uh, yeah, when he goes into the ring, he has sitting himself in the uh, in the ring, and I believe in his head was okay. That's my time right now. What did, I like of, it. what did you think of his skateboard, the design, the artwork? I like it. That was really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, and then, obviously, we had Punk came out, and then he did. He sat down opposite, and they just staring each other. Across Goosebumps. The yeah. And, and, and Leanne was like, oh, but... Darby, Darby Allen is uh, now the modern day him. I was like, no, 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 no. This is, as CM Punk said, if CM Punk was 15 year old, CM Punk would be a, the biggest Darby Allen fan. So this is, like you said, goosebumps. This is a moment. Yeah, and Darby Allen was when he was 15 years old, uh, the biggest CM Punk fan. Exactly. And the back fan, and they're, they're, they're I like that. Edge, drug free. Yeah. And I like that it, it's not to uh, passing the torch. Because it's not uh, Darby. Uh, Darby isn't a new Sting or a new CM Punk right now. Darby is Darby. 
yeah, and you can't no, copy him. No, there's no other. There's no other similar similarity. That. What did you think of? What did you think of CM Punk in the ring? What do you think? Hmm. It. It doesn't uh, desperate me. It's, no. It was okay. It was okay. In Germany, we say uh, a good horse doesn't jump so high, high uh, how's it, how it can. Yeah. A good horse uh, jumps so high how uh, how it must. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That makes sense. And I, and I I think I think what what was bad was all these people that said oh but he was he was shit in UFC but. I said to Leanne, I said, right, okay, but the thing is, pro wrestling and UFC are two totally different things. Exactly, yeah, and uh, you can't rec- recommend it. Uh, no, that you you can't you you can't say, oh, because he was shit in UFC, he's going to be shit in wrestling. No, no, no. It's like no. saying, it's like saying, oh, you play football, uh, you should therefore be good at. As a handball player, yeah. oh yeah, or darts, yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't compare the two, so no, because it's two different things. That one uh, thing is a serious uh, fighting sports. Uh, the other thing is uh, is a show where you work the the audience. Yeah, that's ex- yep, that's that's my thought exactly. Because I was reading over before yesterday. Everyone was going, oh, he's going to be an embarrassment like he was in UFC. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. They're not the same. But I think this match, even though Derby lost, Derby came away looking like a million dollars. Exactly. Uh, also, that Sting comes out and uh, gives CM Punk a handshake, and then they both go into a Derby and say, okay. Now you are part of us, you know. Yeah, yeah, you you belong here. But I don't think, don't if you saw, but after as CM Punk walked away after shaking hands with Darby and Sting, he was rubbing his eye because he was crying because he was like, "Holy, this is such a fucking big moment." Yeah, and I think uh, I criticize him uh, at our first All Elite uh, episode uh, that he that he hates pro wrestling or something else. Yeah, but this. Was the last proof that he uh, loved it again? You know. Do you think he fell out of love because WWE ruined what he thought pro wrestling was? Uh, yeah, you must only uh, watch a photo from his last uh, WWE show, and then a photo uh, how he looked uh, at his first Rampage page show or or, or the all out pay per view show. At the last Royal Rumble, he was he, he's looking so sick. Yeah. Yeah. He was I, so pale and uh, he, he was a sick man and he had every right to hate pro wrestling after this run. He, he did not look like he wanted to be in the ring, did he? Shit in the ring. He was so ill. Yeah. And I and don't then... say it say it to laugh about it. No. He was ill, everyone knew it. And no one take care of him. No, he was just—he was just like uh, trying to say, like in the circus, the the elephant just keep pushing them out every night. Work, yeah, go to work. But I think tonight, I think at all out, he was the fact that he hit the two go to sleeps. The one was a different variation, but the second and 
that Derby sold perfectly. He was flat out, like, no, yeah. no moving, bang. And I really like this uh, coffin drop when he, uh, when he doing this Undertaker thing. Oh, yeah. I thought the same Undertaker. As soon as I saw it, I was like... Is he laughing so dirty? <laughs> I thought that. Is he, is he laughing because, like, Undertaker and Brock Lesnar, remember, when they both sit up and laugh? Yeah. I'm glad you thought the same because that was my first thought was, wow. <laughs> yeah. But... And- yeah, and the audience has love about it because I believe everyone uh, was uh, in everyone's brain com- comes this Undertaker thing. thing. Yeah. At, at, oh, it was amazing. But I think, like I said, Derby, this this was really good for Derby's career, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, CM Punk comes back with a win. Then we go on to Paul White versus be- defeating QT Marshall. I this match I said was short and I wasn't really very interested in it. Yeah, but it does what it uh, what it should doing. It's kind of the it's kind of in between was, the big matches that you have. Yeah, a, a little bit a cool down, you know. Yeah, yeah. You've been up here, uh, excitement, and then you've got the main event. Let's cool you down a little bit. Yeah, and. When uh, Paul White comes to the um, when, on his entrance, he, he wasn't uh, he was humping a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't look he didn't look like he's fully recovered from the hip surgery. Yeah, but okay, yes. Uh, I believe six seven years ago, uh, we should see it a women's match. What's going three minutes and uh, everyone was doing? Oh, that this this was great. Yeah, yeah, definite, definite. Did Only you, to fit the pole, and uh, yeah, but did you think? Uh, do you want to? Do you want to see another Paul White match? I like Paul White as a person, and I like his uh, first run in WWE and in WCW. Yeah, but uh, he deserves that. He is now a, uh, someone who uh, who who doing backstage stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because uh, every every match, what he uh, works more uh, destroys his own legacy. Definitely. And I think rep pro wrestling, all AW style and how the matches work, it, 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 he isn't really their style of wrestling. No, uh, he's such a sympathetic guy. Please don't kill your own legacy. No, let's have some more of this funny Paul White that he's he's like you said in previous episodes he is such a good comedian guy yeah and I like him as a commentator yeah on commentary I like him really but he he got the win didn't hurt QT Marshall too much because his I think QT Marshall's main role is he's a trainer he's a coach but what yeah. did you what do you think of the of the of the gun club turning on Paul White? Now, now in, they now turned on him. It was confusing. Yeah, but you know, uh, I believe no one would talk about this match. In... No, it was just it just I thought. See when they he that they turned on him. I thought maybe they would have came out with QT Marshall and been. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Ah, hey, like you said, no one's going to be talking about Paul White versus QT yeah. Marshall in ten years. <laughs> it does. It, it 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 makes everything what it should make on this on this time slot. 
definitely. And then we and went on. And yeah, you can press a little bit. And now, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it gives you, like you said, it gives you to cool down. Yeah. A little bit. But then we went on to the main event of Kenny Omega against Christian Cage. I thought this match was a Kenny Omega. I said a special match, a, a Kenny Omega special, which is, you know, it's going to be lots of Kenny Omega spots, lots of Kenny Omega. It's going to be long. Did you enjoy this match? Honesty. Honesty. You know, I'm a huge Christian fan. Yep. And uh, I think that he had deserved a better match. My honesty is I don't think Christian is the kind of guy who can wrestle a 30-minute match like Kenny Omega once. Okay. I don't think his I don't think he 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 he's perfect for the kind of match he had on Rampage or he's had on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I think. Kenny Omega can't do what he did with Okada with Christian. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a huge Christian fan, and, and, and it would be cool if he become a W champ. But yeah. um, this Kenny Omega thing, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's the biggest. He's he is the biggest like asshole champion that we've had in a long time, and that we need. And yeah. we don't know that we need them. Yeah, and I thought I find I don't know if you heard, but some of the crowd were booing Christian during the announcements, like when the ring announcer called his name. I don't like this because yeah. he's a he's he's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, there was a lot of people booing, and I was like, "Hold on!" When on when in the same city for Rampage, no one booed him. Yeah. It was a little bit. I was a bit confused, so, but then they bo- also booed Kenny. I was like, "You can't boo both guys." <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. But I think I think Kenny Omega. He is one of the best. He is, in my opinion, one of the best in the world, and he can't have a bad match with anybody. He like he wrestled that fucking school kid and an inflatable doll. Oh yeah, but um, also uh, he botched one move. Oh, the on the barrier, yeah, and then uh, he doing it right. <laughs> yeah, but he, when he botched it, he looked at the crowd and went, "Oh, oh, oh no, no, no!" And then he carpeted. <laughs> but I, I, I think lots. I know a lot of people who don't like Kenny Omega because they say he is, he's like how. Remember when you said that Ilya Dragunov, he's too, acts too much. Some people have that view of Kenny Omega that his facial expressions are too, too over the top. Yeah, and that he's doing this comedy things. Yeah, but I think Kenny Omega for me is perfect heel, heel like ch- chicken shit heel. Basically, he is he has he has to have an army around him. To exactly, him. and uh, he, he has uh, been a big name uh, only working the indies and. Uh, Japan. Yep, and now he has his big stage in the West. That's true. Yeah, without a WWE run. Yep, definitely. And the best thing is that WWE uh, had him on a tryout and said no, they didn't like him. 
many years ago. Uh, but I, did, I think the um, the spot with the tables, the it's the first time I've seen a, the table upside down and Kenny jumping on the table. Oh yeah, and then Christian when they did the spear through the table and Christian landed and the table stuck in his butt in his side. Yeah, I, I, I thought um, now he's serious hurt. Yeah, because after he had blood in his mouth, didn't he? I was like, oh no, this. Yeah. Oh gosh, is this internal? Like, but he did well to keep up, keep going after that injury. He didn't look. In, he didn't. He didn't make. It didn't affect his performance. No. He definitely kept going. And what did you think of the finish, the super one winged angel? I liked it. I think I think it looks like it is a really really like painful move, but when you watch Kenny, makes it so safe on his opponent. Yeah, and on the other side, his partner or his uh, his enemy was a was a Christian Cage, and he's he's a safe worker. Yeah, you uh, yeah. I don't really ever hear anyone saying, oh, "I got injured versus Christian Cage." Yeah, I think I think the match was. It, it was a good way to end their feud. That's true, and it was a good way to end this great pay-per-view because I was really happy. Or, or, and I really enjoyed it, yeah. Or you thought that was the great way to end the pay-per-view. Because it That's didn't true. end. <laughs> no. No, 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 it definitely didn't end. I thought it was ending. I thought, oh, wow, okay, now I can turn the show off. And then, nope. <laughs> no. Uh, 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 because I and I think what happened next was it they 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 did a good swerve on the crowd with the, I thought I'm gonna say it when Adam Cole came out I jumped off my sofa I was like holy shit yeah and I was uh, surprised that he has this 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 pop yeah yeah because was, he was never on this mainstream stage. Only NXT. Only NXT, and it wasn't uh, NXT wasn't at any time so big like WWE. No, no, no. And the whole, uh, the whole arena uh, was chanting "Adam Cole, baby, yeah. baby." And, and 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 that shows to me that WWE aren't on on aren't aren't fully aware of the talent that they have. Yeah. Like the money they could make off some of these people they have, but I think. It, but when he came out, I was like, oh, "Okay, he is now going to. He's going to. He's going to turn on the elite. He's not going to." But then, no, he he did the kiss with the young bucks and doing a super kick against Christian or oh, yeah. uh, against Jungle Boy. Yeah, and uh, he started as a heel with a heel turn. How can who else can you say did that in one night was a face and then a heel turn on their but debut? It was okay. It was okay. Yep. I don't have any problems with how they did that. And, and I thought, okay, that's that that's that's better to end the pay per view with this than uh, as Kenny Omega wins against Christian Cage. Wow, that's the cream de la crop. That's the cream of the crop. Yeah. But we didn't end with that, did we? <laughs> No, <laughs> because uh, yeah. uh, what what happened next? 
Hornswoggle comes out to start it uh, on the vision with Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> I'd be happy with Hornswoggle being back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, he worked now on the, back, uh, on the backyard wrestling company. <laughs> what is the name of the music that hit? I think if anyone would know, you would know what the, the title of the music it's is. It's from uh, Richard Wagner. Uh, der Ritt der Walküren. Knew it. I knew you right would know. Right off the way. <laughs> I knew you would know. That's why I didn't even make any notes because I thought I'll just ask Marcel. Marcel will know. Yeah, yeah. we grow up with this. Yeah, it's a typical German. Uh, you know, operettes uh, and classical music. It's uh, it's a huge thing still in Germany. But when the when the music changed though suddenly, I thought, oh, are they going to now play the final countdown? Yeah, but uh, no, it was, but uh, everyone was uh, knew that now uh, Brian Daniels comes and uh, started his career, and it was wow. Yeah, even though there's been all these rumors, like CM Punk, I was like, ah, I don't believe it. It's not going to happen. And I thought, okay, and now uh, not not after this um, Adam Cole thing. Yep, yep. I yeah, I thought right, okay. And that's it. There's no Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson, no American Dragon, and then comes out to save the Jurassic Express and Christian. Yeah, but he he look he was doing moves that I haven't seen him doing WWE like the the suplexes and because Vince doesn't want this uh, that he that he's a serious uh, hurt. Yeah, yeah. I did. I I was watching. I was like in 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 this one. Beat like post match fight. I've seen more of Brian Danielson than I did in WWE for a long time. Yeah, and I think uh, I saw it on his face. He's he's happy. Oh yeah, you could tell he was. He also, was... Adam Cole and uh, yeah, and I'm uh, really looking forward for the future of the company. Yeah, definitely. I think this. Yeah, lots of people are like, oh no, not another WWE guy. But I'm like, no, no, no. But this is not just another WWE. This is now using these guys to their potential. Yeah, first this, and uh, second, who want to be become the the biggest uh, AEW star without help of uh, of of some uh, WWE guys? That's it, hundred percent. MJF needs Chris Jericho. Yep. Definitely, and, and, and need John Moxley, and uh, also uh, Darby Allen needs Sting and CM Punk, and uh, Kenny or, um, 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 Adam Page needs Kenny Omega yeah. to build him up because that's the the big names in the future of this business, and that's how pro wrestling used to work in the WCW days. The young guys would work with the old talent, and they would help them establish them as big names. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think it's all. I think it's a lot of new wrestling fans who didn't see this because they've only grown up on WWE. They don't what know. Big, big contrast. Yeah. Not so now, being a, a, another big company. Now you're seeing this. You're like, oh, this is not how WWE does things. And you're like, no, no, but this is how pro wrestling was. Yeah, it reminds me when I watched this, uh, the reaction from the audience uh, at some nights that I uh, that I had uh, at some cool indie shows here in Germany. Yep, I I had the same. It feels like I I I was literally saying, I'm glad this is not in a stadium, but this is in an arena because 
it's even though it's in a big arena, it still feels like a small show. Yeah, like intimate show. Yeah, and, and, and we know this. We know this. This reactions. Yeah, you and, don't have on WWE. Like there was no point last night. The only the only moment I saw maybe uh, no, there was no point. I don't think of any silence from the crowd. Oh yeah, at some uh, moment on this Chris Statlander and uh, Britt Baker matches, maybe a little, but not like, a little bit. Not where the crowd you think they have to try and get themselves over because they're bored. Yeah, not this. They no. really was into this product, and yeah, this is. I think that it, with the debuts tonight, uh, this is only going to make it even better a better product yeah it's uh, like i said at the beginning of the podcast it's, it's like uh, they're filling the the hold filling a house with a uh, concrete to have the fundament definitely but you and you you think now we have the prospect to see darby allen versus brian danielson uh kenny omega versus cm punk MJF versus Adam Cole, all these, all these matches that we would never have dreamed of. Yeah, like, don't forget uh, that we have soon uh, Cody Rhodes versus Malika Black. Part two. And it's a great thing that they are saying, no, we don't want to work this match on All Out. We let this uh, storyline grow. Do you what I was going to ask you? Cody's been missing. If you if you had to imagine what has, what 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 do you think Cody's been doing on his time off? Uh, in real life? Oh, no, no, no. Like like comedy, like something funny. What if you could make up a story of what he has been doing? <laughs> Trying to sell his soul to uh, become stronger and stronger and stronger and don't get killed by uh, Malika Black. <laughs> Oh, that, that's so much better than what I I said to I, I, I said to Leanne. I wonder what he's been doing. Leanne's like, oh, maybe he's been spending time with his new family. No, no, selling his soul so he doesn't get killed by Malachi Black is a much better answer. Going to a Hoodoo seminar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, super. But so both of us I, I think I agree I, I don't I'm not going to speak for you but I think for me personally all out was amazing very good it was this pay-per-view that I really needed yep yep that brings me back into wrestling and it shows me uh, that I missed wrestling in some points and um, yeah but you AEW gives me this right now you want to know something that, that I have been observing over maybe the last two years me, me and you have said that after near enough every AEW pay-per-view. We both say, this, yeah. is, this is what has got me by it. And that shows that it is just keeping at that level that is getting better and better and better. That we keep thinking that every pay-per-view. Yeah, and I think that you um, had uh, thinking the same after you watching some uh, indie shows when, when you were part of the audience that you said, why we don't have this on a bigger stage? Yep, and now we have it. Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. 
And and I was saying, I wonder now if remember when WrestleMania was the big attraction where every European wrestling fan was like, okay, we need to travel to go to WrestleMania. Do you think there will be a change where we start saying, right, okay, we now want to go to All Out, we want to go to Double or Nothing, we want to go to Full Gear instead? We are on the on the on the best way for it. Because that's how I feel. I, I feel yeah. like I would rather travel to an AEW event than WrestleMania. Yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah, the same. Yeah, but who knows? We may be able to do that in Europe, hopefully soon. Because I hope they uh, visit us. In, Com- in Comic-Cons in the UK, there's been lots of announcements for AEW stars in November in the UK. So we keep thinking, maybe they maybe we'll do a show in Europe. I hope so much. So never say never, but no, AEW all out. Thumbs up from us. Very good show. Show of the year right now. Definitely is. On cagematch.com or .net, the German results um, resting database. Yep. It got a 9.58. Wow. When's the last time you've seen a mainstream wrestling show scoring that high? No. <laughs> a long, long time ago. Apart, long, long from, time. apart from maybe an NXT takeover a long time ago. But, so, AEW News, we haven't really got much because it all happened at All Out, so... We can maybe skip news this week and we'll, we'll just go straight on to the rankings... Uh, this week's rankings were done before All Out, so they were based on as of Friday, the 3rd of September. So the number five rated tag team in AW was FTR with a record of 6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. The Varsity Blondes, number four, with 18-5 and five record. Wow. Santana and Ortiz, number three, with 7-3 and three record. Which I find really strange that they've only had 10 matches as a tag team in 2021. But, yeah. Uh, then number two, Jurassic Express with 10 and 3. And the new tag team tam- champions, the Lucha Brothers, uh, with a 10 and 0 record, which will now be 11 and 0 after the win. Uh, the women's rankings, number five, Jade Cargill, 10 and 0. Wow. Number four, a very impressive Ty Conti with 25 and 4 record. Uh, Hikaru Shida, number 3, with 13 and 1. Uh, Thunder Rosa, number 2, with 26 wins and 2 losses. And uh, number 1 was the number 1 contender, Chris Statlander, with 15 and 0, which is now 15 and 1 after losing. Wow. And then lastly, on to our men's uh, rankings, uh, Jungle Boy. At number five, at thirteen and two, Darby Allen sixteen and two at number four. Number three, this always surprises me. Read that number three, Powerhouse Hobbs fifteen and two. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, Orange Cassidy fifteen wins, one loss, and one draw. And number one ranked was Christian Cage, who is now on a seven and one after his loss to Kenny Omega. Uh, this week, obviously, we've got 
John Moxley's homecoming at Dynamite, where he faces off with Minoru Suzuki. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. I, Wednesday cannot come around any quicker. Uh, then we have Rampage on Friday, uh, which we will be back, hopefully, covering as normal. Hopefully, we'll get to have seen some uh, Adam Cole and Daniel and Brian Danielson on either Rampage or Dynamite, so we can hear from them. Uh, but now... Um, as always, follow us on Twitter at We Are Elite Pod. Like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, is there anything you want to add, Marcel? No. I want to just say Marcel is working on some artwork at the moment. I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to say who it is, but or AW fans will really, really like his latest uh, artwork project that he's doing. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I, I saw I saw the beginnings of the of the artwork. We will hundred percent share on Twitter uh, the finished the finished picture. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it, like I say, enjoy. If you've not watched it, if you've not watched it all out yet, I don't know why you would have listened to this episode because it's just spoilers. But uh, enjoy AEW this week, and we will catch you next week. So it's bye from me, Daz. Bye from Marcel. And we'll see you next week. Bye. What a turn of events. Of the almighty Steve Urkel. Did I do that? You really believed me, didn't you? You really thought I was scared? This guy's one of our best friends. Tell him, Adam. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? Boys and girls, it's official. The elite is the most dominant faction in the history of this business. And ain't no chance in hell anyone's gonna stop us. Now that's what I call a happy ending. So really, the only thing I've got left to do is what I do best, and that's send the crowd home happy. So without any further ado, I must bid you goodbye and good night.